This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and with me today, I will be having a new host come in on the show with me, uh, Courier7 here. If you don't know who he is, he is very active in the Robots Radio community. Um, if you're in the Discord, I'm sure you probably saw his name at some point. Uh, how are you doing today, Courier? Doing pretty good. Awesome. So to kick all this off, um, I just want to have the audience to get to know you a little bit more. What got you into Wizarding World or like Harry Potter in general? Uh, the movies and the books. Back in high school, I uh, read a lot of the books. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Books are great. Uh, I've been recently re-listening to the books and forgot how different they are from the films. Uh, Currently, I'm on Goblet of Fire, and I'm at the point... I'm in the chapter, I think, 15, so it's called Goblet of Fire, where they're about to be uh, called out for the tournament. And I do know, and I remember this fondly in the book, it's Dumbledore asks Harry calmly, did you put the name in your Goblet of Fire? He says, no. Okay, cool. (laughs) In the film, completely different reaction where Dumbledore is about to, like, tackle Harry into submissions. Like, who who put your name in the Goblet of Fire? I want (laughs) names. Give me them now. (laughs) So, yeah, it's uh, very different. Um, so, do you know what house you are? Uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw? Okay. I have a lot of... I know yeah. so many people who are Ravenclaws. I've... And Slytherins. I barely don't know anybody who's a Hufflepuff. I only know, like, two people in my life that are Hufflepuffs. And Hufflepuffs are a rare, rare breed. Mm. But... Uh, with this episode, I know I told everybody last week we will be going over dragons, but change of tune, um, the Hogwarts Legacy did a live stream this past week, and we are going to take a little, do a little recap on what they showed off in the one hour live stream they did, and they showed a lot. Like, oh yeah, I, I need this game now. I can't wait another two and a half months. I, I need this game. <laughs> like, it's it's now a really big itch. So, to get into the Hogwarts Legacy stuff, and we both saw the trailer, or the live stream. So, they kicked it off with creation character creation. And I was surprised on how in-depth it was. Like, you choose a preset, and then you customize that preset further like i was shocked on how like i was kind of hoping it was going to be more similar to like dragon age um or fallout creation engine where you can like 
change your jawline and like do a bunch of other stuff, but apparently you can't. But that's okay. Um, there's a bunch of different hairstyles. You can literally have an afro in the 1800s if you wanted to, or you can have a shaved head, long hair. You can have Hermione's hair from Chamber of Secrets and Philo- uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can change your hair color fully. Like, you can have crazy hair like Tonks, uh, where it's all pink and purple, green, uh, redhead. Like, literally, they have every color on the spectrum. Um, What else? Do they ha- you have glasses. Now, when they showed off creation, character creation, uh, they only have three different pairs of glasses that you can choose from in the creation engine. Now, they did say when you go into the main game, you can buy more different glasses if you want to later uh, in like Hogsmeade or Diagon Alley or whatever you, wherever you go to buy your stuff. I think it's going to be mainly Hogsmeade. So you can like get a bunch of different like styles of um, glasses, outfits, all the nine yards and... It's it's gonna be in depth. Um but then so you can choose your preset, you can customize that preset from like different facial structures, you go to the different hairstyles, uh then you go to eyes, so you can change the color of your eyes, you can change like the size and different types of eyes and eyebrows and whatnot. Then you can do scars, which are cool. Um you can't do a lightning bolt scar, which is kind of obvious because that was specifically Harry and Harry alone. (laughs) But you can have like, uh, like a werewolf mark kind of like where you have like a, a claw mark on your face. You can have an eyebrow scar. You can have under the eye scar. Like there's like a good, I want to say 10 options. Or some so something like that for scars, which I was surprised. Um, and then after you go to scars, you go to your voice, and the voice is very interesting. So you have voice A and voice B. So you only have two different voices you can choose. So one's male, one's female. But then you can change the pitch and tone of that voice to where it's higher or lower. Uh, deeper, or all the nine yards for either, for A or B. So you can have a completely different, like, character than someone else. And mind you, like, Hogwarts Legacy is a single-player game, so there's that. Um, And then when you get to that point, you choose, you don't actually choose your gender, you just choose if you're a witch or wizard. That's it. There's like no male, female option or anything like that. It's just wizard, witch or wizard. And then um, the final thing with character creation, you actually don't choose your house when you create your character. So you will choose your house just like when you would go to a sorting ceremony. Because it would make sense that way. Because when you start the game, you're not going to be at Hogwarts at the get-go. Because 
you never manifest your powers till like way later. Yeah. So, Courier, what what's your thoughts on the character creation? Uh, it's looking to be pretty good. I can't wait to see it in game. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The game's gorgeous. They were playing on a PS5 tech demo, and it looks absolutely stunning. Oh yeah. I'm honestly really shocked on like how gorgeous this game's going to be, and it's still in its like somewhat how alpha beta phase, quote unquote. Really, um, it's not like a f- obviously it's not went gold, so it's not done yet. Uh, we still have two and a half months before the game drops. I'm kind of hoping they add more to the character creation, just a little bit. Um, yeah. Just to have, like, give us a little bit more options. I mean, there's a lot of options at the get go, what they were showing off. But who knows? I We all know there's. So Avalanche did confirm there will be no DLC. The only thing that you can physically, like, that you can buy to add onto the game is the deluxe pack. If you didn't buy the deluxe edition of the game, that is it. The game will have no microtransactions whatsoever. Now, as far as paid expansions go, we don't know if they're going to do an expansion for the game, because the game, from what like they keep saying, is going to be massive. So I don't know if there's really a need to do an expansion, and we don't even know if like are we doing all three years, fifth, sixth, and seventh year, or are we just doing the fifth fifth year? Like we we don't know how deep this game goes. Yeah. And imagine we do all three. That's at least what I'm... At least that's what I'm thinking that we're going to be doing. So the next segment that the Avalanche team went to was a tour of Hogwarts. uh, In Hogwarts Legacy. So they... After they created a character, they skipped... They did tech demo magic to where they skipped, like, way later in the game. And... When they came into the game, so they kicked it off to where we see the Hufflepuff dorm room and the common room, which is the first time we will ever see the Hufflepuff common room in this game because it was never described in the books and we've never seen it in the films. So anybody who's a Hufflepuff, it is going to be your great time with this game. And the common room looks gorgeous it looks so much fun uh it's very green and it's behind barrels like what you would have meat in or wine it's behind those kind of barrels which is interesting so we first we see the uh, game hud for the first time which is super nice uh we have a mini map uh on the left hand corner of the screen it can be fully disabled uh, so you can put yourself more like an immersion in the game, or you can have it up, yes. vice versa. Uh, you're going to have four spells slotted on the right-hand side. And then with that, you can toggle your D-pad left or right to swap through 
different uh, slotted spells. And you can have up to 16 spells slotted at a time that you can swap yeah, that's through. Very nice. And it's just like how you would have in most RPGs where you hold down your right trigger, it pulls up the spells with Y, uh, X, B, A, or whatever, whatever combination you're on, whatever console you're on, or computer. Um, so you can have full-on different types of combos. Like, do Defendo into Incendio into Engarmuleosa and slam them on the ground or something like that. It's going to be... You're going to have a wide range of like combos that you can do with spells. And not all spells are combat either. So you're going to have one spell specifically spot, uh, slotted at all times. to, And it's bind to a specific button. So it's going to be like bind to Y or like the touchpad on the PS5 or the select button or something. Typically, and what I'm probably going to have bind to it is going to be Lumos. Because you're, it, there's going to be a day and night cycle in the game. You're going to need Lumos, period. So I'm I'm just going to have that slotted. Or Accio, or something. Yeah. And then they did confirm there is going to be well over 20 different spells total in the game. So they didn't say how many specifically yet, because they don't want to, like, spoil us too much. But they said there was well over 20. Three being, like, the unforgivable curses, mind you. But, yeah. I'm pumped. Um... Let's see, what else did they go over? Uh, we do... Hogwarts is going to be a massive... Like, insanely massive to where you're going to need fast travel points. You have fast travel points in the castle because it's going to be that big. The Grand Staircase alone looked huge. They only showed like a little portion of it. They didn't even go on the stairs. You could just tell that it looked massive. Uh, They showed off the house hourglasses where house points were awarded to. Uh, You can see the totals... Of all your house points that you uh, get throughout the game. Or each year to, so you can win the house cup. Uh, we see a glimpse of the main hall. Which they really only like, hey, here's the doors to the main hall. But we're not going to show it to you right now. Because we don't want to. We want to do that at a later time. Because spoilers, I guess. Who knows? Uh, we see the Owlery um, outside, where all the owls stay, because apparently people have been asking where the owls were, where's my owl, like, I want to see an owl, and they showed, hey, here's where they all live, that, that's where all the owls are, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like, okay, thanks for being smart, Th- thanks Avalanche. And then it's like, oh, by the way, everything you see in the game right now, you can travel to. So you can go to the Owlery if you want to and see all the owls. Now, my big question is, are we going to get our own pet to go to Hogwarts with us? And if we are, I want to know if they're going to give us options. I need to know. Yeah, I really hope so. Like... Typically, you can take a 
cat, an owl, or a toad? I will take an owl over anything, but like, give me the option to bring a pet. That's all I ask for. I want my own owl. Now, that reminds me, talking about owls, if you go and watch the live stream, when they first showed the uh, dorm room in the Hufflepuff common room, right by your bed, there is an owl on a perch. So I have a feeling you do get your own owl or pet or something. I think and would hope so. Um, yep, and then we go, uh, as I said earlier, there's fast travel points by some type of flu powder network. Um, not entirely sure how it works yet. I mean, you obviously you're going to press like, hey, hit A, and then where do you want to go to? And then you'll probably say the name and then poof, you're there. That's what I'm assuming. But it looks like there's like green flames across Hogwarts. That you'll be able to fast travel to, um, main hall, grand uh, staircase, your dorm room, um, and imagine like there'll be some in Hogsmeade or um, to the grounds of Hogwarts to where you can go to Hogsmeade that way. And then uh, as we're playing through the game, we will also be completing different challenges assigned to you by professors and by the Ministry of Magic to help you catch up with other students. So when they showed this off, and this shows like how big the game's going to be, they hit the pause menu. Hey, here's your menu. The menu is just crowded with a bunch of stuff on it. Um, Here's your inventory. Here's the map. Here's... Uh, save and load uh, game file here's challenges uh, if you hit challenges then it opens up hey here's these eight different categories of different challenges such as like creatures collectibles uh, spells lessons like it's going to be such a massive game um in this specific book that you get for these challenges made by the ministry is because since you are starting as a fifth year, you were like five, almost you're four years behind all your current classmates. So they gave you this book to help you specifically to learn four years of knowledge in like less than a year's time. If it was me, I would be failing absolutely. Yeah. That's that's too much. Hey, you're going to catch up. Oh, yeah, you're four years behind. I'm what? Oh, by the <laughs> way, you're going to the school. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, it's like the game's massive. Like, there's going to be. Um, there's going to be these like specific like pages. Um, oh, well, besides like those challenges, you will also get challenges and quests from professors and other students uh, while, uh, while you are, t- are attending Hogwarts. So um, I don't know what class he teaches yet, but we have Professor Black, who is... Confirmed to be one of Sirius's uh, ancestors. I think he's potions, or might he might be defense 
against the dark i'm not entirely sure on the top of my head what le- or what class he teaches but there is a professor black who is Sirius's ancestor that you will meet and talk to get challenges from um you'll get quests from other students in the game uh, there's full-on choice dialogue by the way, so you can choose. You can be a completely nice person, just like Harry, or you can be a complete jerk like Malfoy. Or in between. But, yeah. Like, some of the uh, jerk responses are kind of funny and terrible at the same time. (laughs) I'm curious if, like, if you're a Slytherin, will you have different choice dialogue than most other players? Like, I want to know this. Yeah. But, at this point, let's take our little mid-break here real fast to thank everybody who supports the show. And then we'll get back more into the Hogwarts Legacy recap. And then welcome to the middle show, uh, where we go over everything with the podcast. It has nothing to do with the lore of Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Uh, I just want to thank everybody here to um, help support the show, uh, leave feedback on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review with words with a five-star rating on Apple, we will do a readout on the show. And if you give us stars on Spotify, that definitely helps us out. Um become a well-known show, help us support and all. Uh, and I also want to remind everybody that we do have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash World Lorecast, where you can get ad-free episodes. You can even have, there's a tier to where you can join us on the show once a month to where you can talk, we can talk about whatever topic you want in the Wizarding World. Um, even go over more with Hogwarts Legacy if you want nerd about that stuff it's games it's great and then i do want to remind everybody we are also on the discord we're on uh, the robots radio network discord at uh, robotsradio.net with a bunch of other shows you can find me and my other show holocron histories uh, where i team up with uh, teacup from the dragon age and assassin's creed lore cast to where we take a deep dive into the lore of legends and canon of star wars and um that's it really i mean you can find both of us on the discord um i'm ben of tamaria courier i think you're you're just courier seven on the discord right yeah courier so cool yep um so you can chat with us on there um whatever channel that we're in we're in a lot of them i have holocron wizarding world i'm part of the witcher elder scrolls stuff um but yeah lots of fun but i th- that is all that we have for the mid-break. Uh, let's get back more into Hogwarts Legacy. Alright, now where we left off was going over challenges and whatnot with the Hogwarts Legacy. So with these challenges, there are collectibles. And there are a lot of different collectibles. One such they showed was pages, and there's like over like 
two or three hundred of these pages that will give you lore and background stuff within the wizarding world and in general as a whole and they said there are over a hundred pages specifically just in hogwarts so a good third of the pages that you will find will be in hogwarts and they're all hidden by the way like you can't physically see them which kind of is uh I guess you'll have a button that where you can like do a reveal and see if there's anything nearby kind of a thing. Like in most games, most RPGs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these pages will give more in-depth lore um, in the lore and characters. Um, like the one they showed, I remember in the live stream, they picked one up right when they exit the Hufflepuff common room. And it's literally the Hufflepuff barrels is literally the lore page. And they literally have lore specifically on these barrels that are in front of the Hufflepuff common room. Why? I don't know. I didn't get to read it. But apparently there's lore with some random barrels. Um, we get a good look choice dialogue while talking to other characters. Yeah, like I said, you can be a complete good sh- goody two-shoes, or you can be a complete jerk to someone and call people names that you probably shouldn't call them names. Um, we do see the, uh, we do get a good look of the locked, uh, clock tower. And this is also where you're going to find a special club. And it's a, st- a club made uh, for dueling created by uh created in secret by the students of hogwarts and uh <laughs> avalanche did say yeah the students think they have it in secret but all the teachers know but they're just ignoring it it's like <laughs> oh so they know there's a secret organization about dueling but they just don't care huh interesting and this is, um, and then they also said Quidditch gobstones and Wizard Trust will not be playable, um, but you'll be able to fly uh, on a broomstick. So, yeah, the three best mini games that you probably could have in a game are not playable in the game. Well, gobstones and Wizard Trust could be mini games. Quidditch itself is his own whole thing, honestly. But yeah, those are not playable, which kind of makes me sad. I wanted yeah. to play Quidditch. I wanted to play Quidditch so bad. At least put Wizard Chest in there for crying out loud. It's not hard. It shouldn't be that hard to implement Wizard Chest. If you know how to play Chest. Yeah, it's uh, kind of sad, but the game's going to be mass. They said the reason why they couldn't have these in the game as playable were because the game itself is so massive on itself that it would have like double their workload because they would have a completely different mechanic system uh, put in for these games, at least for Quidditch. Whereas Chess and Gobstones shouldn't have been that hard to put in. Quidditch itself, I mean, Quidditch had its own game, for crying out loud, on the GameCube and the original Xbox. So... I mean, I can see why they didn't put Quidditch in the game. You can at least fly a broomstick, which is nice. And no, the Nimbus 2000 and the Fireball are not in the game, because they were never created yet. 
And then uh, they did confirm classes cannot be skipped uh, since most of your tools um, in the game will be coming from those classes. Now, they did say there are op- optional classes that you can take uh, to advance the spells that you currently know. So, the game will be on a day and night cycle and it will not be on a schedule system. A lot of people thought including myself, I thought it was going to be on a schedule system similar to how if anybody's ever played Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses on the Switch, it's based on a schedule system where you like teach classes, train students, and whatnot. I thought it was going to be similar to that where you can actually skip stuff. But apparently, no. You actually have to go to class. You, you can't be a... Uh, terrible student not to go to class apparently in Hogwarts I mean gameplay mechanic wise it probably makes sense because you have to learn your spells but that's what we have on the tour of Hogwarts though which is really fun do you have any thoughts on this Courier? Uh, I'm just excited to see all this especially the secret dueling club Right? Yeah. I'm, yeah, when they were showing that off. They, like, the combat in the game, and this is what we're going into next, the combat alone looks so much fun. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, I was talking to someone earlier today, think, and they thought the combat was going to be like a turn-based combat, um, kind of like how the mobile game works, or even like the old school Final Fantasies were and I was explaining I was like no no it's full like free flow action based combat um so to get into the combat the combat's going to be very flashy and at fast pace which makes sense as we see all of that in the in the films the films make the combat very flashy and it should be because the spell is coming out of a wand um there are three types of spells in the game. There are damage, control, and force spells that are the three types. Obviously, damage and control are going to be pretty like self-explanatory. Damage does damage. Control you can use to control the situation of combat. Force, I think, is going to be similar to like telekinesis style of spells, possibly, or like maybe, um, perti- uh, perti- God, I, the paralyzing spell um, that turns you to like somewhat stone and binds you. Uh, Participus totalis. My my English is off today, but um, I want to. I think that might be a force spell. I could be wrong. I don't know. They didn't really go too much in depth with the three types of spells that we will control. Um, and then you as the player, you will also have a sixth sense in a sorts, similar to how Spider-Man does, uh, when you're de- detecting a unfriendly spell coming at you. So they explained with on PlayStation. So when this happens, you're going to see like a halo above your head and you're going to press the triangle button. As soon as that comes up, you literally use Protego to protect yourself, and then you stuf- super- stupefy your um, the user of that said spell. So it's a good way to counter and then 
follow up with a counterattack and like combos and whatnot. Uh, and then you could go back fo- focusing on another opponent if you're facing multiples. Um, during the gameplay demo, they showed off you versus three other students in the dueling club. And like the combat instant only lasted like less than like three or four minutes, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that you see this happening to where you're like constantly like they were constantly hitting triangle when another spell is coming out their way to where they deflect it and then stupefy and damage the other um, spellcaster before they could like react. And then um, you will have a green health bar. Um, and then above that one, there is another bar that is they didn't use in the demo. I'm taking a wild guess it's going to be your companion because they did confirm and they've shown like a little bit of gameplay of this in earlier um, showcases that uh, you will have companions running alongside you throughout the game and they will be like helping you in combat as well. So I'm assuming that's going to be what the other bar above your health bar is going to be is like your companion's health bar. Now how many companions there are, who knows? We only saw like two like the slytherin boy and then the gryffindor girl um that we see from the uh like the one of the first like showcases of the game but uh yeah that's what they really showed in combat combat's kind of harder to like talk about like verbally go watch the showcase it's awesome You have anything to add, Courier? Uh, no, that about sums it up. Just go watch the showcase, and you'll see all this in the showcase. Yeah, yeah. Go watch the showcase. Yeah. It looks epic. I'm pumped. We're both pumped. We need the game now. Avalanche, stop yeah. teasing us. Like, oh hey. There's this cool stuff here. Let's make the game look pretty and all. That's great, Avalanche. I kind of want it now. Please give it to me. This is the Harry Potter and Wizarding World game I've been waiting for the last uh, 20 years. Give it to me, please. <laughs> yes. Now, what if they made a game, but with a multiple, like a co-op? Like this, like Hogwarts Legacy, but have, hey, you can play with friends. Like, they totally need to do that after this game. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. They they need to do that after this game. Who knows? They might do the expansion and say, hey, you can, like, have a friend or something like that. Doubtful, but... um, Let me think. What else did they, they mean? They didn't really go over... That was pretty much it that was in the showcase. Um, I mean, besides broomsticks, you also have, you tend to magical creatures throughout the game with your own, uh, terrarium that you get in the, uh, room requirement to where you can tend to other magical creatures. You can, um, take care of hippogriffs where you can use them as mounts. You can use the restrals, um, thanks to the deluxe pack with the dark arts, um, pack with the deluxe edition of the game. Um... I think like that's really all they showed off. Uh, I mean, we'll they. 
previously, well before the showcase, they've been teasing. Uh, you can learn the three unforgivable curses, Crucio, Imperio, and Avocadabra. Um, but as far as like learning those and how to attain those uh, curses is we don't know story-wise. There's a story reason behind it. But yeah, that's it. So I think that's going to be it for this episode. For next week, we will continue going to the lore and we will be going into dragons next week as I was going to re- what we were going to go over this week, but Hogwarts Legacy news happened and I wanted to cover it before we forgot. But dragons. Dragons are going to be next week and I'm I'm pumped. Oh yeah, dragons. But um we will see you all next week and have a nice one. And remember, the wands chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Warcast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast, and you can email us at wizardworldlorecast at gmail.com.